You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Cindy Stewart Podcast, a source for encouragement as you learn to discover God's dream for your life. With a passion to help you on your journey, here is your host, Cindy Stewart. Hi, I'm Cindy Stewart, and welcome to my show. I am so excited about my guest today, and you will be too. She is a, to me, she is like a bubble blower. She has so much joy and so much insight and so much wisdom that when you get through listening to what she shares and really receiving that impartation from her, you're going to feel like you've had a fun day splashing in the fullness of the Holy Spirit and really just getting a in filling of what God has for you. Her name is Jamie Lynn Wildnow. Thank you for coming, Jamie Lynn. I'm so happy to be here and I love you so much. I think you're so cool. <laughs> Thank you. So I met Jamie Lynn at Women in Ministry on Network. We um, met probably a couple years ago. You had just gotten married to Lance. Now, how long have you guys been married? Uh, it will be four years in September. Wow. It's been amazing too. He's such a sweet guy. I mean, just amazing guy. But the one thing I wanted to talk about with you, there's a couple of things, but one thing I feel like over the last three years that you've really kind of found this river of God that you have jumped in and are just riding this wild uh, ride down this flowing river that has all kinds of amazing things that are just being poured out for you. So tell me a little bit, first of all, tell me a little bit about you so the audience can get to know you a little bit. I know you live in Dallas. Yes. My husband and I live in Dallas and I love being part of the Women in Ministry Network with Cindy. It's always such a joy to travel with women. I love women. I love our network. It's filled with so many amazing leaders that we get to link arms with. And so Cindy and I have done several events together at this point. And um, I love traveling and preaching. I feel like it's that thing that I wanted to do straight out of graduate school in my early 20s. And God was like, yeah, right. Not yet. And I'm so glad that he said, yeah, right. Not yet. And um, so over the past few years, yeah, I launched uh, in May of 20. 21, I launched my first book called Holy Revolution. And it's from an encounter I had with God that changed my life completely. It's before my husband and I were married. And it, I feel like the fire of God came on my life and totally consecrated me for this message. And then over a few years time, it's, it's, it's almost like I was being commissioned into this message and he was developing and giving me language for it. And now I get to travel, whether I'm doing a podcast with the Next America show or Set Apart Women or traveling and preaching or whatever it is, um, I get to preach holiness and repentance. It's like the John the Baptist message. And I burn for people of all ages, anyone with breath in their lungs, whether you are five or whether you're 105. It's just to me, this message should never get old. It is something that should be lived when nobody's looking. And it can only come when you have the privilege of discovering falling madly in love with Jesus. And so I feel like that's a little bit about, that's like a fire hose bullet point version of 
I guess my life right now. <laughs> it is so cool too, because I was thinking about the book and as you know, you were talking about this encounter, are you free to share a little bit of that encounter? Will you share a little bit of that? Cause sometimes when we hear that someone's encountered, it makes us hungry. But when we hear details of it, it makes it possible. Yeah. Totally. Yes, I was directing a conference here at a church in Dallas, and I was encouraging all of the volunteers that we would be Martherys, and that meant we would have the gift of Martha to set the table to encounter God. But when he came, we would be like Mary, and we would love on him and allow ourselves to be loved by him, and we would also minister to him and be there um, when he showed up. And so we it was kind of like one of those things where it was like, look, God's going to come into this conference. And if you're working the shirt table, it's the example I give every time I share this, but if you're working <laughs> the shirt table and you're like in the conference and Jesus is doing something in you, please do not leave to go work the shirt table. He is the, he is the one thing. He's the main thing. And little did I know that I would be the one who would be touched by God in a way that I never had been before in a level I never had been before and this guy was teaching about healing at the front and he had a word of knowledge for a girl and that she would um, just does Sheila. I still remember her name. Is there anybody by the name Sheila who has flat feet? And, you know, it's like quiet and there's like 500 people in the room. It's quiet. And then, you know, he's like, oh, you know, maybe I missed it, but I really, you know, sometimes you miss it. And this guy comes running to the front. And he's like, um, I have Sheila on the phone. She comes here sometimes and she has flat feet. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes when people are like trying to make a word work, like, and it mm -hmm. doesn't in the room, you know, I mean, people are hungry. It's great. This was like Sheila with flat feet driving down the highway and this guy <laughs> holding the phone. And what's crazy is this one guy had come to the front that had never prayed for healing before for anybody. So the guy that was teaching Michael, had this guy who had never prayed for healing before pray for her over the phone <laughs> and she's on the speaker and we could hear her and she had to pull over because she was yelling, my feet are on fire. My feet are on fire. You won't believe it. I have arches formed in my feet. Now we have seen miracles like crazy before in our life at upper room, wherever, you know, it's, it's crazy what we had experienced. It, this was no surprise, but for some reason, something hit me. And I knew I was presented with the opportunity sitting in the crowd next to my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. And it was like, do you want to encounter me right now and keep going? Or do you want to keep directing the conference? And I could tell this wasn't going to be cute. And so I said, I chose the Lord in it. And I ran to this person in the room we'd been praying for, for, um, he had cancer and I'd been, I just believed, I mean, he was like on his the end of his life, you know, and I ran to him and I fell at his feet and I began weeping. And if you were in the room, you could hear me. This was not like, this wasn't a cute thing happening. And this yeah. is definitely not the kind of attention I would ever want in a room. I just couldn't control what was happening. I gave myself over and I began to see things from God that were so, th those are the things that I feel like I'm not allowed to release that God is, I don't know, maybe it'll take decades. Maybe it'll take eternity for me to understand. I don't know. What I saw was so profound in that moment and the things that God shared with me so profound in that moment that he presented me with the option again, do you want to keep directing the conference or I'm not done and I can show you something else. And I got up and I sprinted to the back offices and was on the floor for three to four hours shaking. 
underneath the weight of God. And it was like my body was weighted all over. And the only way I can describe it is God was shaking everything that was not holy out of me. He wasn't naming things. He was just shaking things out of me. And Jesus walked up to me with a brand new heart, took the old one out, put the new one in and said to keep this pure and perfect as it is. Water your heart with my spirit and feed your heart with my word. And I knew in a moment that that meant I was to clearly eat from God's word and that I was to be led by the Holy Spirit and all that I did and build relation. He wanted relationship with me. And the encounter was crazy and it kept going and it's in the book and it's really, it's really profound. And he began to show me the body of Christ. And I grew up thinking that it was like, many are called few choose, many are called few choose. And then it switched to everyone's called and few choose. And then he began to show me the body of Christ and how desensitized we can be to him. And we can be so critical and judgmental of the ones who are truly set apart and hungry for him and how we think sometimes that we've given ourselves to him, but we're really holding on to it with our comforts of money and job and career. But we've, but we've given ourselves to him. And I began weeping for the body, just weeping for the church. And it's like he broke me to have love and affection in my heart for the bride. And to see the bride and where she really was and to see where I really was and what he was willing to do (laughs) with me where I was. And I came out of that and I've never been the same. And all my friends would tell you, I've never been the same. And it was like this consecrating moment. And so now I get to travel the world. And after the Lord, you know, after I learned to live that life that had, it's like, you know, you you something changes. It's like you move to a new city and you're discovering it. You live there. You're just discovering it where things are. That's what happened after this encounter. I was just discovering it where things, what things were, what it meant before I could um, turn around and invite people into it. And it's amazing just the miracles that have happened. I think just from, you know, Patricia, our, our friend Patricia always says, um, when you encounter God, it's often his commissioning in a message, whatever, however he showed up and encountered you. And I would say this is the fear of God and this was holiness. And so just to see what God does in times of preaching for, I feel this message is for the remnant, for the church. And as much as I want to struggle and be like, but I'm supposed to go preach on the corner for the lost. Yes, we are. But I feel right now he's commissioned me to empower the bride to turn and be part of the remnant that's sold out, willing to do anything and truly laid on their life for him and find the abundant life that he's wanting everybody to live. So anyways, that's it. That's actually the short version, believe it or not. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's really good because what happens is it begins to, even when you were talking, what it did was it began to remind me of the the encounter, like Patricia said, that becomes your commissioning. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I really pray for everyone to have that encounter so that they know, they may not know step by step what it looks like, but they know they have been set apart and transformed for a commissioning, for a purpose, for a destiny. And even no matter what they do, whether they work in business, whether they are home taking care of their families, whether they're standing on the streets, you know, preaching Jesus's name, all of us have a sound that comes out of us. Yours is holiness. Yours is set apart. Yours is consecration. Yours is turning back 
from the distractions of the world back into the gaze of Jesus. And so everybody has a sound that comes out of them regardless of what they're doing. It becomes God's handwritten letter on side of them that they have to read every time they do something. Yes. So it's interesting to think about that. And I'm thinking that even in doing this, it's going to stir people up that are listening to this and saying, yes, I have a sound. I have something that the Lord has imparted into me that is projecting me, catapulting me forward. And if I don't, then I'm going to go after it until I get the sound and are able to receive that commissioning and and move forward. I mean, don't you think? Yes. I this is reminding me of a testimony within this. You know, your testimony, I have chills everywhere. Anyone tuning in right now, um, your testimony can change someone's life. Like I I remember an 18-year-old girl came up to me and she told me that um when I had handed her her this book, she was on drugs. She wasn't following the Lord. She was living this lifestyle. It was her senior year. She went on the senior trip and she's like, what am I doing with my life? This isn't what I'm called to do, but she was just like not following the Lord. And she goes, and I saw your book on my bedside table. And I was like, I guess, I guess I'll read it. She said she read the first chapter, which is the chapter that has this testimony in it. And she said, I knew in that moment, she goes, your book Mm. saved me. I knew in that moment, I wasn't too far from, I'm never too far from God. I'm not too far gone to turn to him and to have what he's called me to have and to to follow him. And that to me should be a testament for anybody listening that your story with God is powerful and can change other people's lives. So we can't be silent. But also if you're contending for people who don't follow God yet, don't give up because this girl, like who I can't, her parents are spiritual believers. There's no telling how long they've been praying for her. And she's fiery. She's amazing. And this is new. This is a new, you know, testimony within the past year. And so anyways, I think that's just important. Like what you're saying, God does commission you and your stories and what he's done for you and what, how he set you free is your testimony. Nobody else has that authority and weight because if you've been set free, others can be set free from that as well. Absolutely. And Jamie Lynn's mentioned her book several times. And all the information will be at the end of the show where you can go and get it. Of course, you can get it on Amazon on her website. But it's it's just so powerful to watch God unfold somebody's life. And the way he unfolded your life, the way he unfolded my life, the way he's unfolded everyone who's watching and listening to this is different. It's uniquely different. And so what it does is it encourages you into someone else's life. They're like, this is what happened. I remember the first time I heard Bobby Connor share about something that was lost. And he t- it was his little knife. And he said, God, I want that back. I want my knife back. And he goes to the, I think it was the next hotel. And there his knife was sitting right there waiting for him. When I heard that testimony, I had lost a pair of earrings that my husband had spent hours picking out and going to different stores. And uh, they just meant so much to me because of what he put into it. And I lost one of them. And uh, I had heard that testimony and I said, Lord, I want my earrings back. And it went by days and days and I'd vacuum and wipe over the floor. And I'm like, I walked in one morning and the earring was sitting on top of my jewelry box. And I thought, oh, I must've left the other one out. 
But when I picked it up, I opened it up and there was the second one. That is you so know, cool. When we hear a testimony, we can say, God, show me, show me what's for me. Let me experience this encounter, this commissioning. And I've had several that have taken me to the next expansion, the next place that I would not have even imagined. So it's really interesting. So I want to talk a little bit about your set apart women. How did that come in from all of this going on? It's just like, I know you were doing the America podcast and all of a sudden I started seeing this set apart and I was like, what's that? It was a plot twist. It was truly, Cindy, I mean, I didn't even know that we've had time to talk about it yet. That's how fast this just took off. Um, I was, I was really, my husband and I had moved back to the, um, Dallas Fort Worth area from San Antonio and we were attending our old church which we love and it was the community that we were looking for we were looking for the community aspect and there's nothing negative about the church we were attending it just wasn't working that's the language went to another church and it was like this hunger for community I was seeking the Lord I was praying I was building with God praying in a team praying in community and have great friends but community is different and I went and, you know, there was this women's event and I went to it and I didn't want to go. I didn't want to pay $25 to go, but a girl said, please come. I'm saving you a seat. So I went and I'm rolling my eyes because that's, this is the attitude I had going into it. And I was feeling lonely. If you want to be around women who are fiery, if you feel like you need deliverance, if you just want to encounter Jesus, if you feel lonely like I did, and you're looking for a community, this is for you. We have carefully prayed and waited patiently on the Holy Spirit to reveal who to come in for this specific month and hour to release the sound. It's called Battle Ready. It's at Open Door Church in Burleson, Texas. And we have Patricia King coming in, um, our friend Patricia, our friend Brandy Belt. We have De Havilland Ford. Um, and we have other local speakers who are coming in and who are going to share a word for now for women who are being raised up on the earth right now. And I want to say, this is going to be a very direct now conference. When you get in the room, these women will have been prayed up with a word for you, specifically for the women who are showing up. And so we, this is for 12 to 18. They get to come for $20, 19 and older. You pay full price and you come in, it's going to be worth 50 times more than what you paid. It's going to be phenomenal. But we want to meet you and we want you to come join our tribe and just be part of what God's doing on the earth. It's going to be worth your time. And um, yeah, I, we just, we've seen so many incredible miracles that, uh, and you're also my cousin and I, Candace Hart, we do this together and we are joy bombs. We like to have fun, but we also really are real about turning to the Lord, repenting and giving him our whole life. And that's what you're going to encounter at this. Now, what are the dates on it? October 7th and 8th. And it starts at 10 a.m. on October 7th. And it ends, we'll see how late it ends, uh, Saturday night, October 8th, around 9.30, 10. The Dallas area, correct? Yes. If you fly into Dallas, Fort Worth, DFW International, if you're flying in, we have hotel blocks. And you can go to our website, setapartwomen.co, and you can see the registration link there in the hotels that are within eight minutes. Um, if you know people locally, stay with them. But tell your friends, your family. We want generations there 
But God is raising up women who have breath in their lungs and are willing to say yes, no matter the cost. And I think that's your, I think that's your audience and we'd love to meet you guys. Oh, that's great. So one question I always ask my guests is, where do you see the move of God in this hour? Now, I know you've talked about a lot of different things, the holiness, the consecration, the set apart women, but uh, how do you see, is there something beyond that that you see God doing or moving into, or is that part of what he's doing uh, in this time and season? I love that. Yes, I do believe that. I believe... Well, right now you can see, I don't know what you're seeing there, but there's so much transition happening right now and people are handling it. People who are turned in are handling it so beautifully. I would call it the major plot twist. There's so many plot twists happening right now on the earth that are amazing and that are from God. People who have established something are packing up and moving and God's wanting them to establish something somewhere else or whatever it is. So there's, I see God doing the major plot twist to those he can find a yes in and mobilizing them. Um, then I would say right now, women, right now, God is releasing women, um, women who have been muzzled, whose voices were frozen. They tried to speak. They were shut down. They weren't heard. What they put their hands to was, you know, there was warfare over it. Maybe they gave up. Maybe they've been in a cave. Maybe you put yourself in a cave. Maybe somebody else put you there, whatever it is. God is releasing a sound of women and nobody can create the sound that you create. God can always find somebody else to do what he needs to do on the earth. If you're not going to say yes, however, it cannot be done the way you would do it. And whether it's, whether it is being an incredible mom, whether it is showing up at school boards and speaking up, whether it's writing curriculum, whether it's ghost writing for somebody, writing your own book, you know, doing a series on media, getting on social media, going out and feeding the homeless, creating a food bank, whatever it is, there's something God put inside you. And I'm telling you, there is a grace right now for you to get out there and go do it. But you have, the only way to do it is to turn to the Lord, repent and move forward and obey, listen and obey. And God is just, I just think this, it's so crazy how many women's events are happening in October alone in Texas. And um, you and I are going to be in an event together in October. That's right. We are. That's right. And I'm speaking at three women's events in October, three. And I'm telling you, they're all similar in nature. It's, it is this battle ready. It's this frontline sound and God find a women's event to go to. And I feel like October, it just feels so prophetic to me, but I just feel, you know, through the end of this year, if you'll just look to him, mighty women of God, no matter how old or young you are, that God is going to do something in you that is going to change. It's always about people. It's going to change somebody's heart and somebody's life for sure. Absolutely. And I will tell you, there's been three words that the Lord gave me and it's been in my shows uh, prior to this show, this episode, but it's new assignments where God is moving us into new assignments. The new way that God is wanting us to go Uh, new direction, new way, and the new anointing that's coming with the new assignment, the new way, and um, the new uh, direction. So it's really interesting how God is just speaking the same thing. And you're right, when people feel that yes, and, and, and God is calling me to this, whether it's a job change, whether it's a location change, whether it's a um, change of heart or even a change of influence. God moves you into a different sphere of influence. When God is doing this, when that yes comes, it's like it all breaks open. 
Totally. It like everything. My son and his wife are in the process of moving to Phoenix this week. And about, I don't know, 60 days ago, my daughter-in-law, she just wants to get her medical degree. She wants to be a doctor. And uh, she'd been thinking about it, praying about it. And suddenly this school in Phoenix opened up. She was able to transfer all of her credits, all of that. A job, he's a pastor, opened up immediately after that. Not only that, the, the church blessed them. They offered to pay relocation, even though it was their choice to move out there. And it was just like when they said yes to the new assignment and the new anointing, it's like suddenly it all began to flow together. Totally. So I'm with you on that. I feel mm -hmm. like there's such a shifting. There's a song called, uh, There's a Shifting in My Favor. Uh, Tasha Cobb sings it. And, and that's why I feel like there's such a shift in my favor. And yes. when that shift happens, you just know that you know, whether you know what you know, anything, whether you know what you're supposed to do, you just know. Right. And it's really amazing just to watch God do that. And I feel like that's so much with the set apart with you. It's like all of this was going on and God gave you that download of how to move from one thing to another and bring others with yes. you who are facing the same thing. So yes. it's it's fascinating how he's doing that. There's one other little question I wanted to ask you, and I know it's we don't have a ton of time, but I do want you to talk about it. I love the way you call yourself a creative. And, uh, you know, just, just share that a little bit and maybe just release that impartation because I think people feel like creative has to look like this in a box. I have to paint or I have to sing on the worship team or I have to play an instrument when God is a creative God and he's made us creative. I, yes, you have to think. Um, the Holy Spirit hovered over the earth when God created everything, right? The Holy right. Spirit is who lives inside you, literally lives inside you. Therefore, there's a creativity in finances. There's a creativity in building a business. There's a creativity in, in giving somebody sound advice. There is a creative God who lives and dwells inside of you every single one of you. And your creativity doesn't always look like creating something from nothing on a blank canvas. It may look like partnering with somebody and bringing another color to a canvas with a group of people, you know, and I'm saying that as a metaphor, you know, like it may be building a ministry with somebody and you bring in another part of the fivefold, you bring in another spiritual gift or whatever it is. You are made to be creative. You are a creative being, whether you choose to believe it or not. And when you choose to believe it, and agree and walk in it, you can seriously transform the earth. Creativity is what draws people to the beauty of God. It's so amazing. So I, I love creativity. It shows up in so many different ways. Um, even in people who cook, you know, your creative yeah. meals. And it could be your normal. The thing is, you're probably already really creative in something and it's your normal and it's not easy for other people, but it's right. so easy to you. Don't even recognize maybe that you're creative. And that's the cool thing about God is like, we need to know how to do what you do, or we need to be able to learn from you, or maybe you just need to help take something further by walking in your normal. And that is a creative gift that God gave you. Absolutely. And I really think that not only do we have it within us, I always tell people, I had someone say, well, I'm an accountant. I'm not a creative. I said, you're creative because you can understand numbers that nobody else can understand. You know, so anyhow, I always tell people, 
you are creative. You just have to release the creativity in you. So Jamie Lynn, thank you so much. I love you. I, I'll see yeah. you in October and her website's on here. So enjoy uh, checking Jamie Lynn out and ordering her books. And remember, invest in yourself because you're the best investment you can make and God is always investing in you. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you are encouraged. If you would like more content like this, please visit cindy-stewart.com. We'll see you next time.